At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And what's going on, fine citizens? Happy Manic Monday here on the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. The weekend has come and gone. Tigers opening day has come and gone. And now we're getting into the full swing of the baseball season. We got tennis to talk about. I'm very excited about uh, where we're at in the tennis season. I love betting tennis, much like golf and of course, all the other sports that I enjoy betting as well, but we're getting close to, you know, getting towards both the French Open and Wimbledon when it comes to tennis. Love that. Uh, and of course, we got the NBA play-in tournament that starts on Tuesday. NHL season winding down. I'll be going to the game, the Wings game against Ottawa with my dad, the Doc, tomorrow night. So looking forward to taking my, my dad to his first uh, Wings game, I think, ever at Little Caesars Arena. He's been to some Pistons games and some Michigan basketball games and concerts, but never a Wings game. So uh, a lot going on in the Squatch household. Hopefully things are great with you. Hopefully you followed my plays uh, with the Masters over the weekend. We almost hit an incredible prop. But, of course, I gave you Scotty Scheffler. We cashed on that. That was a ton of fun. What a what a weekend at Augusta. Rory with that incredible you know 8-under on Sunday to at least make it Something late the day after Cam Smith had completely screwed things up, uh, you know, who was right in contact with Scotty Scheffler until the back nine. But when you look at what Scotty Scheffler has been able to do, become the world number one, win his first major, win four of his six starts of the last six starts he's been involved in, and just have this unflappable game. Talk about, uh, you know, his 
just how so so many of us can relate with him after the the you know winning the Masters yesterday and saying he was anxious and his stomach hurt and you know he spilled dinner on himself uh, on Saturday evening after the round where he was obviously of course sleeping on the lead once again after Friday uh, just an incredible athlete an incredible golfer and this guy is going to win a ton of tournaments and a ton of majors and all full credit to Tiger Woods. I didn't think he'd make the cut. I respect the hell out of him. What he was able to do, less than 420 days removed from that injury, uh, from the car accident that almost took his leg, could have taken his life. All hail Tiger Woods, one of the greatest athletes ever. Easily, of course, one of the top two, three golfers ever. And yeah, he ended up finishing plus 13, and you could tell the leg was bothering him. But having his family there and and the, the Gal, the patrons and the galleries cheering him on when, you know, when he got at 16 and walking up to 18. For him to go through what he did, it just shows you how amazing of a human being, an athlete, Tiger Woods is, that he will put any challenge in front of him. And we have, of course, not seen the last Tiger Woods. I don't know if he can win another major. I don't think he was going to win another major when he won the Masters in 2019. But, you know, he definitely exceeded what I thought he could do and was just incredible for the game of golf over the weekend in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, in a little bit, we're going to get into a, kind of a Pistons season recap. We're going to be doing that throughout the week. I'm going to have a, a, some special guests for you to discuss that. But I've got some thoughts on Cade Cunningham and Rookie of the Year. And it might seem like it's all said and done, that Mobley being maybe the most consistent throughout the season will win that. But I'm starting to see different people that I respect and read, you know, that have votes say they're going to vote for Cade Cunningham and just what the future could hold where the Pistons draft uh, spot could possibly be when the lottery comes up later in the summer. We'll get to all that in just a bit. But let's take a trip to the Motown betting window and it's brought to you by Bet Rivers and of course the Tigers back in action tonight. The weird start time of 5-10 at Comerica Park. And if you're wondering why, Boston did have a night game last night. Maybe they beat the Red Sox. Or they, they, beat, they didn't beat themselves. They beat the Yankees in New York on Sunday Night Baseball. So it wasn't like they were traveling from the West Coast. But when you have a night game, baseball is instituted this thing where they're not going to make you have a, you know, a day game on the road the next day at 1 o'clock, which the Tigers like to play this time of the season. Tomorrow, uh, the game against Boston will be a 1-10 start. That's why they're playing at 5-10. And right now, at Bet Rivers, it's the Red Sox, minus 121. The Tigers plus 105. It's Michael Walker getting the start of the former Cardinal uh, for the Red Sox. Matt Manning, his first start of the season for the Tigers. Red Sox on the run line, minus 1.5, plus 130. Tigers plus 1.5, minus 162. Uh, the total is 9.5, over minus 103, and under minus 118. For me, and we discussed this, and we will throughout the season, Baseball betting is great. I'm going to have tons of plays for you, whether it's Tigers games or other games. But you don't want to go crazy, especially early in the season. I've got a good sweet spot. After about two starts by all the pitchers, you know, later in April and into May and June, there's some really good betting, you know, analytics and, and sweet spots in that coming period. You don't want to go crazy now. I will definitely, of course, always give you plays. But for this kind of a game, you know, the Red Sox just beat the Yankees uh, last night and, and pitched really well. 
And you look at the Tigers, who got their butts kicked yesterday, you know, lost 5-2 uh, to two the day before after that great, you know, crazy walk-off win that I was a part of on opening day. I want to see what the Tigers are able to do for the first week or two of the season before I start really feeling like there's some value with them in certain situations. This might have been one of them. If it wasn't the first five games of the season, getting the Tigers at home, it's a short price. But Boston off that night game, and Tigers have lost two in a row. Uh, so if anything, it's just a small lean for me on the Tigers plus 105, but I'm staying away myself. But if I'm not taking Boston if I'm betting this game. If, if the only thing I would do is either take the Tigers plus a run and a half, uh, maybe throw that in a parlay, or the Tigers plus the 105. So that's where we sit right now with Tigers and Red Sox coming up at 510 later today. Senators and Red Wings. Tomorrow night, as I mentioned, I will be there at Little Caesars Arena with my dad, the great doc guy. Uh, Wings, you know, played some better hockey towards the end of the year. Of course, not going to the playoffs, uh, but have beaten some good teams. Definitely had a uh, very interesting, in a way, controversial loss, a non-call in overtime uh, when they lost to Columbus on Saturday. But they'll play the Senators again, uh, as they played them last week, uh, and lost to them. Red Wings minus 129 right now on the look-ahead line. At Bet Rivers, uh, the Senators plus 110. Red Wings minus 1.5 plus 185. I think there's some value there. And the Senators plus 1.5 minus 225. The total, 6.5 over minus 105. Under minus 115. Some great specials they got going on at Bet Rivers today. Bryce Harper and Francisco Lindor to combine for over three and a half hits. That was plus 500. Now it's plus 580. Mike Trout or Otani to hit a home run versus the Marlins. So one of the two. Uh, that's a new bet boost in a minus 155. We've got NBA playing games coming up. We'll get to the lines on those games in just a second. But NBA Finals matchup to be the Nets versus the Suns, two of the favorites. That at uh, Bet Rivers was plus 800, now plus 1,000. I like the Suns. I'm not sold on the Nets on that side, but that's pretty good value at 10 to 1. In the NHL, over five and a half players to record a goal in the Jets versus the Canadians game. That was minus 110. And now it is even money at Bet Rivers. Let's talk about those playing games. Coming up Tuesday and Wednesday in the NBA, we will start with the Cavs and the Nets. That's the first game on Tuesday at 7. Nets right now, Bet Rivers minus 8.5, minus 110. Cavs plus 8.5, minus 110. Moneyline, Brooklyn minus 375. The Cavs plus 290. And the total, 228.5 over minus 112. And the under, minus 109. I think there's definitely value in the Cavaliers plus the points. I mean, Brooklyn should win this game, but the Nets, one of those teams, I mean, it's can they flip on the switch? They're still, you know, at the bottom of the Eastern seating, obviously playing in the play-in tournament, yet they're still one of the favorites to win the NBA title and, of course, to win the East. But the Cavaliers, they've had a good year. They can hang in games. I think the Cavs plus the 8.5 is very good value as that line came out. And then the late game will be on Tuesday, the Clippers and the T-Wolves. Interesting contest right now, Bet Rivers. T-Wolves minus 3, minus 112. Clippers plus 3, minus 109. Moneyline Minnesota minus 148. And the Clip Joint plus 123. The total, a very high 230 over minus 110, under minus 110. We'll talk more about that game coming up in the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit CityCast. The Wednesday games, Hornets, Hawks in the ATL. That should be a good one as well. Atlanta minus 5, minus 107 at Bet Rivers. The Hornets 
plus five, minus 114. We see a little movement on Charlotte. The line might go down to four and a half at some point. Uh, we haven't seen a, a tremendous amount of movement on the Clippers Timberwolves line and the Cavs Nets line yet. Um, we'll update that for you coming up on the Terrific Tuesday show. Uh, the Hawks minus 186 on the money line. Hornets plus 155. The total 236.5 over minus 110 and under minus 110. And so far, no real lean for me on that game yet. I'm going to look into some more stuff as uh, we got a couple days before that lifts off on Wednesday. The Spurs and the Pelicans. Will be the nightcap on Wednesday. Pelicans minus five right now. Bet Rivers minus 112. Spurs plus five minus 109. Pels minus 195 on the money line. The comeback for San Antonio is plus 160. The total 229 over minus 110 and under minus 110 as well. And we've already got the look ahead lines bettable at Bet Rivers for the playoff series that are already set. Jazz and Mavericks will start at Saturday. Uh, at 1 o'clock in Dallas. Jazz, the favorite on the road, minus 2.5 right now. Bet Rivers, minus 112, plus 2.5 for the Mavs, minus 110. No totals up there as of yet. We've got Philly and the 70s, or the, the 76ers and the Raptors in Philly. That will be on the 16th of April on Sunday. Or excuse me, that's a Saturday game as well. That'll be a 6 o'clock start right now. It's Philly, minus 4. Bet Rivers, minus 113. The Raptors, plus 4. Minus 108, Moneyline Philly, minus 182, Raptors plus 150. We won't have any totals on these games until closer to uh, the weekend when these games will lift off. Also, uh, late start on Saturday night, Nuggets at Warriors. What a battle that series should be. The Warriors right now, Bet Rivers minus 4.5, minus 112 for game one, plus 4.5, minus 109 for the Nuggets or the Denver Nuggets, as we call them. Uh, Golden State Warriors minus 190 on the money line. Nuggets plus 155 on the comeback. And we've got the Bulls and the Bucks. That'll be a 1 o'clock game on Sunday. And the Bucks right now, Bet Rivers minus 9.5, minus 110. Bulls plus 9.5, minus 110. Moneyline Bucks minus 480. Bulls plus 350. And I'll tell you, remember we've talked about the Bulls throughout much of this season and DeMar DeRozan MVP odds and value there. Bulls to win the Eastern Conference. Bulls to win the finals. Well, with the injuries and the issues the Bulls have had in recent weeks, obviously I'm off of that, but uh, they're not going up against the kind of team that they're going to have much of a chance, I think, of winning a series against in Milwaukee. Things look so, so promising for those Bulls, but not so much anymore. And as I mentioned, tennis season getting going. Uh, well, not getting going, but this is kind of a sweet spot in the clay court season, then leading into the French Open, and then the grass court season, leading into Wimbledon, one of my favorite times of the year and we've got the Monte Carlo Masters going on right now tons of bettable lines at Bet Rivers and I, I had to put a play on my man Tsitsipas at 6-1 to one to win the tournament it's the return of Novak Djokovic he's got a match Tuesday morning uh, against Fokina Davidic and right now Novak Djokovic a minus 835 favorite in that one you got Taylor Fritz involved in that tournament um, as I mentioned uh, Tsitsipas will go uh, 9am uh, tomorrow on Tuesday, he's minus 286 right now at Bet Rivers against Fabio Fagnini. And I'll tell you, with Djokovic back in the tournament and back playing, the, the odds of a guy like Carlos Al Alvarez, Alcaraz, who yeah, will have a great chance 
uh, to win this tournament uh, with Nona Dahl in this. And since he passed, they're going to go up a little bit because Djokovic hasn't been playing, obviously, with the vaccination issues. Uh, didn't play in the Australian Open as well with all the issues that caused. So I thought there was great value. I mean, Alcaraz is probably the most logical choice after Djokovic. But Djokovic is just coming back after not playing competitive for a while. I liked the 6-1 to one on Tsitsipas, who won this tournament last year. So I'm very, uh, I'm very in tune with value in tennis. And we'll always give you a lot of options with that as well. And I can't wait for the majors to come. Well, a lot of picks are on that. I know a lot of you love betting tennis. It's amazing. We've had Troy Macaron, the uh, senior content manager for strategy at Bet Rivers. And he had mentioned when he's been on the show before that, of course, tons of bets on football and, and uh, you know, soccer and basketball and baseball and all that kind of stuff. But that tennis, tennis is easily, at certain times, one of their most bet sports, especially live betting. On tennis, they'll have a lot of different uh, promos and boosts as the tournaments get bigger during the tennis season. So stay tuned for that because I know a lot of you enjoy betting tennis, and I definitely do. And I'll definitely give you some plays to help you win some cash uh, at Bet Rivers. All right, that's a trip to the Motown betting window. It is brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And coming up straight ahead, Cade Cunningham. Can he win Rookie of the Year? Can the Pistons get the overall number one? Thoughts on the 2021-22 season? For the Detroit Pistons and what the future might hold for this team that's tried, tried to climb their way back into contention. That's straight ahead right here on the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. So listen, you know, not that it was expected that the Pistons were going to be a playoff team, even a play-in team in 21-22. I mean, were there chances, of course, when you've got the ability for, you know, 10 teams to get into the playoffs or or try to get into the playoffs uh, with a play-in tournament situation? And and actually, it looks like that's here to stay, by the way, in the NBA, and I love that. But this was a year about growth and about getting Cade Cunningham out there and getting him comfortable. Remember, of course, early in the season, he wasn't able to start right away and and some injury concerns. And in the second half, he has been the best rookie by far. As I mentioned, Mobley is probably going to win Rookie of the Year. He's the betting favorite. But a lot of different people around the league that I read and and, and trust that cover the NBA, you know, in depth day-to-day, are, and have votes for the, the Rookie of the Year, are going to vote for Cade Cunningham. And the guy averaged 17.4 points, 5.6 assists, 5.5 rebounds, and just had incredible metrics, especially in the second half of the season. Were there times where he'd go on scoring droughts? Of course. Were there times he'd score 30-plus and dish the ball over the place and help his team win games against teams that were much better? Absolutely. And... While this season, you can't say it's a throwaway because it's all about growth, but when you look at what the future is going to hold, and I, I think Jeremy Grant, as, as great as he is as a player, will not be in the future plans. He's a trade piece. But when you've got Sadiq Bay, when you've got Bagley, you know, the third, when you've got Cade, when you've got Diallo, you know, we'll see what the upside of a, a Isaiah Stewart is. And, you know, a Lyles and Jackson. 
And of course, you know, free agency coming up where the Pistons can do more. And, and I mentioned, obviously, you know, Kelly Olynyk, who was injured for part of the season as well. Isaiah Livers and Onions. Luca Garza, I mean, we don't know what he's going to possibly be. The draft pick from this last draft uh, actually led the Pistons uh, with 20 in their loss to Philly on the, the final game of the regular season. But it's all about finding another piece to go with Cade Cunningham. And right now, that loss, by the way, guaranteed the Pistons to have a bottom three record. So we're going to go back to one of my favorite sites, takeathon.com. I'm going to simulate the lottery for you four different times and see where the Pistons land. It's Houston, Orlando, and Detroit with the three worst records in the NBA. Somehow, someway, the Pistons finished worse than Oklahoma City. They finished 23-59. and And by the way, Yes, they didn't win a lot of games, but if you're a better, of course, many of you listening are, and we talked about this, and I gave the Pistons to you many different times later in the season, they went on that stretch of 18 of 20 covers, and then 19 of 22. One of the great runs in the history of the NBA as far as a team covering the spread. Yeah, they didn't win a ton of games during that period. They did win some games outright as double-digit underdogs or close double-digit underdogs. One of them against Charlotte and some other ones against teams that they definitely had no business beating. But I'm not trying to correlate covering spreads to a team that's on the the rise, but you know that odds makers are really good. And they're not always going to be right. But when you consistently miss or undervalue a team throughout not just five or 10 games, but 20, 25, 30 games, it shows me that even the experts are seeing and are undervaluing a team that maybe is getting better than they think they are. That, you know, I'm not trying to say because Detroit's going to cover a bunch of games and win you money if you bet on them, even though they're going to lose a lot of those games or did lose a lot of those games, that they're an improving team. But when you've got guys that are, you know, million-dollar algorithms and programs that do it for a living, that are complete, you know, continually undervaluing the Pistons when it comes to what the point spread is, I think there actually is a little to read into that. Not not a ton, but a little. And I like what you saw out of Detroit in the second half of the season. I still believe that Dwayne Casey is a good coach. And I still believe this team next season could definitely shoot their sights on the play-in tournament. Or heck, even a 7 or 8 seed. Uh, or, or, I'm sorry, getting into the regular you know playoffs without having to play in the play-in tournament. Uh, with the 7 through 10 seeds. I don't, I don't know if a 6 seed is truly attainable. If they get Jamari Smith, I guess maybe anything is, or even Chet Holmgren, or one of the other top draft picks, we'll see. But definitely the, the getting into the playoffs one way or the other has got to be the goal for the Pistons in 22-23. So let's simulate the lottery and see where they land the first time. Here we go. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Overall number 5. All right, number 2. And, oh, they're going backwards, overall number six. And by the way, this is hours of fun if you want to go to takeathon.com and just keep simulating the lottery. Uh, but we'll just do four times for the show's purposes today. Here we go, third time's a charm, and they pick third overall. All right, let's see what the last one has in store for us. Bloop, 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 and they pick fourth. So just so you know, when it comes to where the lottery and how it works, these with the rules they've changed. The Pistons are one of the three bottom teams. They have the best chance, along with the other two, 14% to get overall number one. They've got a 12.5%, or excuse me, a 52% chance uh, to get a top four pick. So the, the ceiling for the Pistons, obviously, is one. If they pick anything lower than five, and four and five would be a very, obviously a disappointment, having a bottom three record, but if they're any lower than four or five, that would be very, very bad. 
But you got teams like Indiana lost 10 in a row to end the season, and Portland lost 11 in a row. They're, you know, four, uh, three and four games away from the Pistons in the, in the loss column, uh, or four, three or four games, uh, you know, better than them. But Detroit finished just, you know, a win ahead of Orlando, uh, who was 22 and 60, and then three wins ahead of Tor- or Houston, who was 20 and 62. And by the way, in those simulations, Houston got the first pick once, OKC got it once, Orlando got it once. Uh, and the Indiana Pacers got it once who were behind the Pistons. So hopefully that does not, uh, that, that doesn't bode, that, that hopefully that's not a harbinger of things to come because I really think Detroit uh, is going to have a great chance to pick in the top three, and that's obviously where they should, but it does, just because that's where they should pick based on the odds doesn't mean it's going to happen. Uh, but when you look at where we're at right now, and we'll have odds on who's going to be the overall number one pick who the Pistons are going to be able to, you know, take, uh, you know, with their traffic. There'll be a lot of different odds for us to discuss at Bet Rivers. But just where we're at right now when it comes to the top of the draft, you know, is it going to be Holmgren out of Gonzaga? Is it going to be Jamari Smith out of Auburn? Uh, you know, Smith, of course, a freshman. And uh, Chad Holmgren, a freshman as well. The center from Gonzaga, seven-footer. Uh, 6'10 for, for Jamari Smith. And then, you know, you look at Bonchero from Duke, who I know a lot of mocks who have the Pistons picking third, uh, have them taking the freshman out of uh, Duke, 6'10, 250. You've got Jay Nivey from Purdue, who's going to be in the top five, most likely the sophomore out of Purdue. And then Keegan Murray from Iowa, uh, the sophomore out of uh, Iowa, could be in the top five. Uh, Mathurin from Arizona, the sophomore guard, could be in the top five. Uh, Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. So there's a lot to discuss as we get closer to the combine and closer to the draft. And for me, obviously the dream is getting Jamari Smith to go along with Trey, uh, or to go along with Cade Cunningham. Uh, and, you know, to get, getting a stretch for the guy can shoot threes. He was 42% from three-point range uh, this year for Auburn. He set the Auburn single-season freshman record for points with 576 and three-pointers with 79. The guy's got no, you know, downside to his game. And then the, the question is, what about Holmgren? I mean, you know, a solid, the five is dying in the NBA, but he still obviously could be a man in the middle. And, and Holmgren played in a much inferior conference, the West Coast Conference overall. But he is an incredible player. I mean, he averaged 14 points a game, almost 10 rebounds, 3.7 blocks, 1.9 assists, and he shoots 39% from the three-point line uh, on just 3.3 attempts per game. Was very effective, of course, in the paint. So you got a good option with Holmgren there. And then, as I mentioned, Boncero, a lot of people have mocked the Pistons right now, the ACC freshman of the year. He was a solid three-point shooter, which, of course, we know is a key in the NBA. 33.8% on his 3.3 attempts per game was definitely someone that needs to improve on the defensive side. But with more and more reps, that will happen. Uh, you know, he definitely has an incredible mid-range shot, and you saw what he was able to do at times during the tournament uh, before Duke lost to North Carolina in the Final Four. Then I love Jaden Ivey, and if you're obviously a Michigan, Michigan State fan, a Big Ten fan, you know what Jaden Ivey can do. Consensus All-American, averaged almost 18 points and five rebounds a game, 3.1 assists. Uh, one of two players in the country, him and Bonchero from Duke, to record at least 600 points, 175 rebounds, 100 assists, 30 steals, and 20 block shots. As explosive as they come, obviously that can fit in with pretty much any NBA team. Needs to work on probably decision-making and shot creation. Sometimes that definitely improved throughout the season, but there's going to be a lot of good and great possibilities for the Pistons to be able to take if they're in the top four and even in the top five. But obviously the dream scenario for me is being overall one, taking Jamari Smith, 
partnering with, with uh, Cade Cunningham and Sadiq Bey and Stewart and just the upside of what you would have with all these young players on a Pistons roster that is one of the younger ones in the NBA and could really be an exciting team to watch at Little Caesars Arena next year. And we'll have all the futures odds to get to uh, as the, obviously the season officially ends here. And as I mentioned, we'll talk about the different awards and Cade Cunningham and the chances he'll have to win Rookie of the Year. And of course, when the win totals come out for next season and the different futures for next season and division odds, we'll get into all of that. But for me right now to look back on the 2021-22 season for the Pistons, I would say it was a disappointment. I wouldn't say it obviously was a success. I would say it was growing pains. It's somewhere in the middle. There were a lot of times the team, you could tell, especially the way that Cade Cunningham was playing or Sidney Bay who had big games or late in the year, Bagley Jr. And of course, we know what Jeremy Grant could do. There were a lot of times where you could see what this team could be. There were a lot of times where they obviously went away from being able to play the kind of basketball they needed to late in games. There were a lot of times where the Pistons would be down early and make great comebacks in the second half. And I think that this team, this young team, is in tune with their coach, Dwayne Casey. Troy Weaver, the Dream Weaver, needs to continue to bring in the right pieces, you know, get the right draft pick this year, and work his way through free agency the way he has, you know, since he took over a couple years ago. And I think that this, this team is getting closer to definitely having a chance to be a playoff team, and then, dare I say it, hopefully in two, three years, a legit, you know, top four contender in the Eastern Conference for the first time, you know, going back to maybe the going-to-work Pistons. When they were with Andre Drummond, in the, you know, the, they haven't won a playoff series and or playoff game since 2008. When they had, during the Drummond years, they never were a threat for the top four. Maybe their, their ceiling would be five or six one year. This team needs to make that the ceiling. And I believe in two, three years with the right draft picks and moves by Troy Weaver, with having a guy like Cade Cunningham, a franchise player, and maybe two franchise players, they get Jamari Smith or Homer or whoever they get in this upcoming draft. Maybe that's not that far-fetched. That's got to be the goal. Two, three years, at least have a chance to be a top four seed in the Eastern Conference and you go for there. You got to walk before you can run. But I do think the future is bright for this young Pistons team in the Motor City. And that's a wrap, unfortunately, and sadly for all you great Pistons fans out there on their season this year. We've got a lot of NBA playoff action to keep you entertained and, uh, you know, to keep dreaming for that being the, what the Pistons could do uh, in the coming years uh, under Dwayne Casey and Troy Weaver's stewardship. All right, that's going to do it for us today here on the Manic Monday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Really excited about this. Coming up tomorrow, my man, Tigers legend Peaches, Dan Petrie, will join us Talk some Tigers, his outlook on the season, what he thinks so far of what this young Detroit Tigers team is doing and can hopefully do this year. We'll talk with Dan Petrie on the Terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit CityCast coming up tomorrow. Until then, keep reaching for the stars, believe in the dream, Dan Leach, the Squatch, on this beautiful, rainy, but warm Monday. And it's beautiful because you're here, and that's all that matters. Out.